0: Good, how's Welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you our expectations and then go watch it while we get a little high and eat some snacks. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I have a fucking hickey on my forehead because my girlfriend's a savage, and now I look like fucking Mikhail Gorbachev. It's disgusting. It's really, it's really bothersome. I'm very upset. Ew. <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. She's a savage.
1: Is it big?
0: It's like the size of a coin.
1: And I'm Brianna, and I'm no longer funny, so I have nothing funny to say, because apparently we're not funny according to Apple Reviews. Thank you.
0: And today, we'll be watching The Little Things. The Little Things is written and directed by John Lee Hancock. It stars Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto in his first role since he became a cult leader. But before we get into the movie of the night, however... Brianna and I are going to talk about our expectation levels and discuss some things we learned about the film while lazily scanning the internet. First, though, I'm going to throw it on over to my guy, Marjo, for the Marjo oh, Corner. Yeah, what do you got, Marjo? Yes, yeah, so welcome to the Marjo Corner. <laughs> Uh, If they, you have not uh, watched uh, the YouTube video that they have on the Where the Fuck Are The Popcorn Bags YouTube channel, uh, please go watch. Also, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, but in a good way, you cocksuckers. Goodbye. <laughs> should be
1: called Marjo's Basement.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah it should. Mar- Mar- Marjo's Basement. Want <sighs> to have a <laughs> door sound? All right, Brianna. Tidbits. Titties. the little things okay the first draft it's really was ri- all i
1: found <laughs> was little things yeah.
0: i s- i found that the first draft was written by john lee hancock in 1993 for steven spielberg believe it or not but spielberg passed because he said the story was too dark which is interesting because i didn't i didn't realize that this movie was that dark i honestly didn't know it was about a serial killer i'm not gonna lie Um, Clint Eastwood, Warren Beatty, and Danny DeVito have all been linked to directing this movie over the past 30 years at some point in time, which leads me to my question. What would a Danny DeVito directed serial killer movie look like? Danny Uh, DeVito,
1: I love your work. I don't know. It'd probably be, um, funny.
0: Danny DeVito's got a a movie coming out soon. Uh, he's directed a few things. I honestly had no idea. I, this is things I found. He directed Matilda. I didn't know he directed Matilda. That's dope. You didn't
1: know that? That's okay.
0: Yeah, that's okay. I'm a, I'm a noob. Uh, Johnny Lee, Johnny Lee, he has directed The Founder, which I I enjoyed. Directed The Blind Side, The Alamo, and Saving Mr. Banks. These movies are all mediocre, but I'm keeping an open mind because I don't want to sound too negative. Never want to sound too negative.
1: <laughs> I really liked The Blind Side. I know it was based on true story, so it wasn't like didn't take too much, but I liked it.
0: I like Sandy. Sandy Bullock's my girl. She's fantastic. Oh, yeah. My woman. I should I don't I shouldn't oh. say girl when I'm referring to an older. Person. I liked or, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw's in that.
1: Yeah, he's Sandy's husband.
0: Oh, he's very—he's like wallpaper in that movie. Then
1: exactly, I like him. That's Tim McGraw. That's all you need.
0: Tim McGraw. In March 2019, Brianna, Denzel Washington signed up to star in this film. In May of that same year, Rami Malek joined the cast, and then in August, Jared Leto joined the cast, and then Albert Sparma, Natalie Morales, Yoris Yarsky, Sheila Houlihan and Sofia Vasilevyeva were were cast in (laughs) September. And in October, Michael Hyatt, Kerry O'Malley, Jason James Richter, Isabel Ariza, and John Harlem Kim joined the cast of the film. In November, Chris Bauer joined the cast. Now, I just read that directly from the notes on Wikipedia. And the reason I did is because I don't know who any of those people are. Now, I had to, I, I clicked on all their IMDb's. Excuse
1: me, you don't know who Jason James Richter is?
0: No, I don't know who that is. But I, i like I was going to say, I clicked on some of them and I realized I know who their face is. Like Chris Bauer is Packer, Todd Packer. I just didn't know uh, that was his I name.
1: you were talking about like a Green Bay Packer.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. He's Todd Packer from The Office. Chris Bauer. Who's Jason James Richter?
1: Jason James Richter was um the star of Free Willy, not the whale, but the kid.
0: Oh, he's the little boy he's in this movie. Yeah. Oh, he's like I a lo- big
1: boy in this movie.
0: I love I love Free Willy.
1: I mean, when you have like Denzel, Rami, and Jared in it, like what's the point of even like noting anybody else?
0: Natalie Morales is Lucy from Parks and Recreation, which is like a weird she's like a weird thing. Like that's her most prominent role. Hmm. The film's score was composed by cousin of Randy Newman, Thomas Newman, who has been nominated for 15 Oscars, Rihanna. He's never won, though. Thomas? Yeah, Thomas. Uh, Tommy has scored nominated films such as Shawshank Redemption, American Beauty, Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, 1917, Skyfall, and WALL-E, just to name a few. This man is obviously very talented, so so probably pull a lot of emotion out of the uh, out of us via score, which is fine. That's that's why the score is there. I'm I'm totally cool with that. Uh Principal Photography began in September second, two thousand nineteen, in Los Angeles, and it wrapped in December. I'm assuming it shot stu- on studio lots the entire time. Now, I always find it quite interesting how quickly big movies like this come together. Like how long was Romy Malik thinking about doing this before he said yes? Was it like a year? Was it a month? Five days? How long did he have the script for? Like before he signed on the dotted line, you know what I mean? And like the fact that they could get all these from March to December, they put an entire movie together.
1: I mean, when you have a script that's almost 30 years old, I feel like it kind of just falls into place.
0: Let's talk about that for a second. That's bananas. This guy has written. almost as old as me. I know. And this guy has written other movies in the meantime. So this was just out in the world and people were just like, no, I don't want to make this, but I'll make your other script. And then finally, like, this comes back around, and it's 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 not too dark for 2021. That's probably for sure.
1: Well, that brings me to my one tidbit I found other than Free Willy Kid. Okay. Johnny Hancock, since he wrote this almost 30 years ago, he said that he kept putting it off because he was trying to raise his family, and he didn't want to have to read this script because it was so dark, and he wanted to raise his kids. So when his kids went to college, that's when he revisited
0: So he didn't revisit the script until his kids were gone because he didn't want to... Was he afraid he was going to murder his children?
1: I don't know. He probably was... You know, like, when there's, like, SVU and they show, like, bloody, like, bodies and you're like, oh, man, I wish my kids didn't see that. I assume it's kind of like that where he was just like, oh, I don't want, like, my kids to hear me, like, talk about murder all the time, I guess.
0: What a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch ass. That's why at the time of this recording, it has a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb based on 7,494 reviews. It has a 48% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, Brianna. That's an oof. Based on what? 162 reviews and a 63% audience score based on a 264 reviews.
1: And we're overly negative. Okay.
0: It also has a 76% on Metacritic, uh, but fuck Metacritic uh which is it's the highest score metacritic is the highest score uh and exactly. google users only 53% of them like this movie
1: oh well you know what google users can blow it out their keyboards <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah 48% uh critic score on rotten tomatoes that's kind of baffling
1: ah that's i wish i didn't hear that
0: i heard someone say that this movie was kind of like 7 but like not in like a like m- maybe a little too much like 7 and i was like i love 7 Seven's one of my favorite movies of all time. Well. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see.
1: I'm not going to let that get me down.
0: No. I really wanted to be excited for this. Uh, and I still am. I mean, Denzel, Rami, Jared oh, yeah. Leto. Even uh, though Jared Jared Leto is kind of... Um, he's not. I'm not the biggest Jared Leto fan. But I'm definitely a Sheila Houlihan fan. <laughs> so. No.
1: Anything Denzel Washington signed me up, I'm there. Except for fences because I apparently just missed it.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, side note, there's a man there's a man. There's a woman named Michael Hyatt in this movie.
1: Wait, is it a man or a woman?
0: It's a. so I was very confused. Okay. It's a it's a woman. Her name's Charlene Hyatt, but she goes by Michael and she's gone by Michael since she was like seven because she really loved Michael Jackson.
1: Hell yeah, girl. Yeah. So are we gonna have to really start calling you Mantis? Yeah, probably. Are you gonna change your name?
0: No, my real name's Cool.
1: Okay. Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brianna. Why don't you give me the synopsis while I pack my bomb before I take us okay, this out
1: here? This, this is a doozy of a synopsis, so...
0: Let me careful. hear Careful. Yep.
1: <clears throat> Deputy Sheriff Joe Deacon joins forces with Sergeant Jim Baxter to search for a serial killer who's terrorizing Los Angeles. As they track the culprit, Baxter is unaware that the investigation is dredging up echoes of Deke's past, uncovering disturbing secrets that could threaten more than his case.
0: I didn't follow a bit of that. That's okay. Why?
1: Let's Why? Was it, was it their names?
0: Was, let's just go watch the movie. I was because I saw the only synopsis I saw was two cops hunt for a serial killer. That was the one on IMDB. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well <laughs>
0: that's, the, that's the one I read. <laughs>
1: I got mine from, I don't know. I thought I got mine from IMDb. I don't know where mine comes from when I just Google it. That's the first one
0: that pops up. Good enough for me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, pack them up. Let's do this thing. In three, two, one. And we're back from watching The Little Things, a movie about Rami Malek going full Silly Billy. And you never go full Silly Billy. Brianna, the first thing I have to say is that uh, it was not Todd Packer. It was some other ugly white guy from, <laughs> from The Office. <laughs> I just want to clarify that. Man, the, the some kind of fucking boomer dialogue in this movie. Dude. All right. I don't want to get ahead of myself. The film had good vibes, but it was not a good movie. That's where I stand initially. What about you, Brianna? Um,
1: I mean, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I don't want to be overly negative, but the the movie kind of sucked, <laughs> and it really only <laughs> it really only like was watchable because of the three stars in it. other than that, like it's really never needs to be mentioned again.
0: if this did not have Denzel, Rami, and Jared Leto in it, and you just put three randos or newcomers or lesser stars in these roles, it would not have been the same. I really liked the direction, I won't lie. I thought it looked really nice, and I thought there was uh, some good shots, and I thought that whole realm of things was good and enjoyable. The score was understated, it was simplistic, so it, it set a good tone, um... It was confusing but only because of the structure. The structure just wasn't there. It wasn't like I don't know what's going on. This is like a real mindfuck of a movie. It's just like why did they put that piece here? And and why did they put this piece there? The writing was just a mess overall. It did not hit certain beats that you think would would be hit at the times that they should have been hit. That's that's where I'm coming from. I, I it 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 wasn't that enjoyable for me because I was sitting there the whole time going that doesn't make any fucking sense, and not like a, i'm pick i'm I'm picking holes in the plot, like oh, like this wouldn't make any sense in the real world, like no like that's it just they didn't structure it properly, and it really ended up just being a mess,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm confused during most movies, but this one really had me just sitting there like a lump.
0: I liked the acting Brianna, but you sit there and then you're like, why are these like the motives are so weird?
1: I just thought I was confused, and I was like, maybe I'm just confused and like i you know, I'm not really understanding what's going on, but you were also like, what's going on? So I didn't feel that bad. But yeah, there was just, I felt like we were inserted into like the middle of scenes and we missed like part of it and we got like no explanation and like, it was just like, what?
0: It wanted too much to be a blockbuster. It was trying to do too many things. It felt and it sounded like it was written in 1993, which it was for 1993. The plot oh, yeah. revolved around 90s things, and even outside of that, the dialogue was something that you would have heard in Independence Day. Like, it was very, like, quick and witty and kitschy, and it was like, yeah, whatever, buster, like, just things that just people don't say. Like, people don't talk like, like that. People don't talk the way they do in the little things. They don't talk in prose, and witty comments. They talk like I'm speaking right now, like an idiot, with no structure <laughs> to what I'm saying with pauses and not much substance involved. <laughs> That's how people speak. They don't they don't automatically have a witty comeback to serial killers. I okay, I whew, getting ahead of myself here. Getting ahead of myself here. It felt like a 60-year-old man wrote this for 60-year-old men, which is fine, but like at least let let 30-year-old men and women enjoy it too. There was
1: a lot of references that If you were, like, a 20-year-old watching it, you wouldn't understand them. There was just old references because the person who wrote it was a boomer. And the, you know, John Lee Hancock's kids are probably like, Dad, what the hell are you talking about in this movie? They were like, it probably sucks. He was probably like, hey, kids, did you see my new movie that came out on HBO Max? And they were like, yeah, dad, what the fuck? Like, what are all your references? Like, kids are watching TikTok nowadays. Like, we don't know what the fuck Columbo is.
0: Oh, that's that's that line. <laughs> there's a line in the movie, which is not really a spoiler, but it's there's a line in the movie where Denzel Washington's apparently this like good old detective or whatever. And Rami Malek's like, hey, when's your boy Columbo going to crack the case for me? And he points at Denzel and it's like, Columbo? Are you serious? And my grandmother watched Columbo. What's
1: wrong with There was with you another, like, old reference, too.
0: Oh, well, we'll, we'll, yeah, I have something for I don't the, for, though, for so least favorite okay. parts that, that I'll, uh, that I'll talk about. How many popcorn bags do you give in this movie, Brianna? <sighs>
1: Without sounding overly negative, I am going to give it a 25 out of 50 popcorn bags with a no on the recommendation.
0: Okay, that's respectable. I, I, I appreciate that. I'm going to give it a 30 out of uh, 50 popcorn bags, so it's essentially a 60 overall. The reason I do that is because, like I said initially, it does have good vibes. It does give you blockbuster feels. The actors in it are fun to watch. It's been a tough year with not a lot of movies. It's been a tough year for movies. So to have a... I'd say a premiere viewing. To 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 be able to watch. With, with Oscar winners. And an Oscar nominated composer, director, writer. The whole deal. It's just enjoyable to kind of get that movie feel. And I really think that gave me this movie feel. It was like a knockoff 7. It was not... And it was not very enjoyable. Like, this was this movie is going to give you a lot of vibes, uh, a lot of other movie vibes, a lot of old movie vibes, a lot of old thriller vibes. But it just misses the mark. There's a reason this hasn't been. It, there's a reason it was written in 1993 and didn't get made until 2019. That's it.
1: It shouldn't so, have been made at so, all.
0: So, my recommendation is yes and no. Watch it because it's. <laughs> Watch it because it's a movie it's on h b o max got Denzel Washington pop it on yeah, watch
1: it if you have it, but yeah, don't go to the theater
0: don't go to the theater for it. it's not a theater movie it's an h b o max movie. You might get some enjoyment out of it. you'll probably pick it apart, be a little confused, but don't go watch it if you i don't know don't care that much, but it's like good enough It's very like eh Meh. okay spoiler zone. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite parts, Brianna? What do you got?
1: I have one favorite part, and I will mention it right now. Denzel Washington is a fucking snack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's just the coolest. He's the coolest grandpa in the whole world. I said it before. Imagine I would love having to him break as a grandpa. Me off a
1: piece of that. No, I just I want like to wake up next to him and be like, "Hi, Denzi. What are you doing?" Oh, you don't want
0: him as your grandpa. You want to fuck Denzel. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't want
1: him as my grandpa. Are you kidding me?
0: okay i, I don't want so disappointed
1: denzel. in me if he was my grandfather
0: <laughs> <laughs> my ending has to, my favorite part i have one and it has to do with the denzel washington snack man himself uh, the ending the ending not, not because it ended but the very very ending <laughs> like the last <laughs> the last like two minutes of the movie really make it worthwhile in a sense We had
1: to wait two hours and five minutes for it.
0: Yeah. So essentially Denzel Washington's character arc is that... Well, there's really no character arc for Denzel Washington. He's kind of the same person in the beginning and at the end. But Denzel Washington's backstory is that he was involved in some type of cover-up back in the day when he was like a detective. And he's still a detective. You
1: don't know it's a cover up though. Well, you
0: don't know it's a cover up, but it is. So either way, uh so he's involved with some kind of cover up back in the day, so he has a mental breakdown and he loses his family, and all this bad stuff happens, and that's kind of his character. That's who he is. And by the end of the movie, Rami Malik is essentially in the same position because he ends up killing Jared Leto. Because Jared Leto is making him dig holes in the middle of
1: Yeah, he drives him a little kooky.
0: Yeah, he drives him <laughs> into the middle of nowhere and he makes him dig holes. Not because he's got like a gun to him or anything. He's just like, hey, we can find the dead girls. I'll show you, like I did it. And he makes him dig holes, and so Rami Malek hits him with the shovel, and he kills Jared Leto, because Jared is like, you can't even save your family, you, you fucking pussy.
1: Honestly, not even that great of a hit with the shovel.
0: No, but it killed him. It killed him. And yeah. Rami Malek's a skinny guy too. Uh, mm-hmm. either way, Rami Malek, earlier in the movie, says to Denzel Washington, I need to find out if a red beret is in Jared Leto's apartment because a red barrette, beret, right. whatever, uh, a red beret is what... <laughs> They're different. A, a, a red beret is what one of the missing girls wore and he would have it as a trophy. And so Rami Malek has a breakdown at the end because he kills Jared Leto and he doesn't know fully if he was the killer. And then while he's watching his kids in the pool, Rami Malek, while he's watching his kids at the pool, at the very end of the movie, like, stone-faced and looking off into the distance, he gets something, let's just call it in the mail, from Denzel Washington, and it's a red barrette. And you're like, oh, shit! So, like, Rami Malik wasn't crazy, he doesn't have to, like, go through life wondering what if. Um, and then, it cuts to Denzel Washington, the last scene of the movie, where he's burning a bunch of shit in a barrel, and the last thing he burns... Is a, ba- a is a uh he takes a bag from his car and it's it's a shopping bag and he pulls out a pack of barrettes and one's missing, the red one. So he bought it and sent it to fucking Rami Malek so Rami Malek wouldn't go crazy, and the serial killer's still out there, and I was like, Oh damn, like that's alright, that's a that's a good. That's a that's a good. I like a of this. <laughs> but that was the only favorite part that I had in the whole in the whole movie. The rest of the time I was really just, I had my, you know, when you're watching a movie and you squint your eyes and you're just like looking at the screen and you're, you're you kind of got like a, your lips kind of up and you're like, what's going on? Like, what? Like, I don't understand what's happening.
1: Like when someone tells you a really confusing story and you're just like, what? Like, like where, what? how did we get wait, to this part? Wait,
0: how, wait I, what happened to the other part? And Like, oh, no, I told you that earlier. But like, oh, no, you, you didn't tell me that earlier, or at least not fully. You you kind of glazed over that part. It, it It's a mess. It was a whole mess, which leads me to my least favorite parts. Um, One of them being Denzel's outfit. How did you feel about Denzel's outfit in this movie, Brianna? He, he was dressed like a security guard.
1: I thought he was dressed like a really weird EMT. and i just you know i try not to get distracted and tied up with these things because i just like to look at denzel that's all
0: very baggy like 90s attire i hated the whole 90s brianna mentioned while we were watching the movie that what if john lee hancock wrote this movie and it took 30 years and then he didn't want to change a thing because the entire movie revolves around a payphone
1: There's like two points where there's like not like pivotal moments because there was no pivotal moments, but there was like two parts where they highlight going to a payphone. And I feel like John Lee Hancock's consultants were like, hey, you know, Johnny boy, listen, we're we need to modernize this a little. You wrote it in 1993. It's 2021. Honey, we need to, you know, work on some things. And he was like, absolutely fucking not. We're keeping it in 1993. The end.
0: Yeah, and then he produced it and directed it, and now it has a 48%. And now he's probably
1: yelling at all of them, and he's like, why did you fucking let me do that? And
0: and now he has a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I really hated the part where he, Denzel Washington, blames a chick's death on her friend zoning a guy.
1: Okay, I said that.
0: (laughs) No, well, no, he is. He's he's talking to the girl, uh, the dead girl, at the morgue, and he's like, So, you know, you you thought you could let him in, you knew him, you thought, nah, he's not my type, but, you know, I could use a friend. Like, what kind of fucking dialogue? What kind of boomer fucking dialogue, dude? (laughs) Like, Like, fuck off with that nonsense. How dare you, John Hancock?
1: the whole movie was just like a bad episode of okay it wasn't even like law and order svu because i love law and order svu it was like law and order criminal intent like it wasn't even good enough to be svu
0: yeah it's definitely ci svu there would have been witty it would have been witty back and forth while they were on the move that's all i got for uh least favorite parts brianna i mean i didn't like i didn't like the writing like i really can't understate that it was not well structured and i don't know if that had anything to do with warner brothers or if that's just john lee hancock's script for the last 30 years he wrote it like it should have been a 1993 summer blockbuster directed by steven spielberg like it had that kind of should have had that vibe but it's not 1993 anymore man it's it's 2021 or it was 2019 when you when you when you made this thing
1: i don't know even the plot of like wild things was better than that
0: that's good that's a good point that's a good point
1: i love that movie
0: All right, everybody, that was The Little Things. HBO Max, good enough for a watch if you're looking for like a nice, cool new blockbuster to to watch. But I'm telling you, once we get into this, once we get into the year, there's going to be some good movies out. So unless you're desperate right now, you don't have to go watch it. Good enough, though.
1: Yeah, no, I could tell you about a better movie to watch that I watched this past week. Which is? My Blind Brother.
0: I don't know that one. I've never heard of that.
1: It's either, yeah, it's going to be My Blind Brother. So it's called My Blind Brother. It stars Nick Kroll, Jenny Slate, and Adam Scott. So already, right off the bat, three great names. I'm digging. But you know, this movie had three great names, and uh, (laughs) we see where that went. That's fair (laughs) enough. um but my blind brother stars adam scott as the blind brother and nick kroll as his brother who's like kind of his like assistant slash able-bodied aide and then jenny slate's just there being like a toxic person and this this is a
0: new movie or
1: it's I think it either came out in 2018 or 19, or maybe it's brand new. I couldn't see because on the TV it was very, very tiny, and I was pretty far away
0: okay, from my sight. I'll have to look into it. What but else? Are you, you watch anything else?
1: I watched it. I had a chuckle. There's some pretty like funny like little chuckling lines.
0: All right. I vibe.
1: What did you watch?
0: This week I watched Godzilla, King of Monsters, and Skull Island because mm-hmm. I wanted to... You know, I wanted to get ready. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's a little early, but I was feeling it. I was feeling it. Um, I also watched Pineapple Express in Bad because I was kind of on a Seth Rogen kick. Um, I also watched WandaVision, which is so good. Brianna's two episodes in, but I'm four episodes in. And the fourth episode is the fucking Moneymaker, dog. Holy shit.
1: Ooh.
0: Episode four is when I was like, phase four is here. Like, this is Marvel. This is what I want to see. Fuck yeah. So that's what I watched this week. Nice. Get well, on I'm
1: trying to catch up on WandaVision, but the episodes go so fast that like it's just sad to like only watch one. You're like, oh.
0: Yeah, I didn't know they were I didn't realize they were only like twenty five minutes. I had no idea.
1: That's Marvel. That's how they get you right by the balls.
0: And the <laughs> And the vaginas. Headlines!
1: Extra, extra, read all about it.
0: Brianna, I'll be attending the virtual winner's circle for Sundance on Wednesday. I'm very excited. I have a day pass to watch all the winners crowned on Tuesday night. I think that I will be doing something for it. I will be maybe reviewing on the medium that is a blog. I might be writing down my thoughts instead of broadcasting them. So stay tuned for that. But I'm very excited and I will at least come back with all the movies that I did watch and give you at at most a popcorn at uh, at 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 the at the least a popcorn bag rating for all the movies that I did end up watching okay cloverfield getting a sequel which is weird cuz i it already has two
1: i've never seen cloverfield any of them and i know that like i know one of them ends or i know how one of them ends but the i've be- never seen them like it just never interested me
0: the best one is 42 cloverfield lane
1: I think I know how that one ends.
0: That one's like, What's rea- the other one? Uh, shit. A Cloverfield, like, Requiem or something like that. I forget. It was like okay, a space yeah, no, one. Okay, I know how that one... It's okay, like the Netflix no. one. The regular Cloverfield I saw when I was, like, 16. That's fine. And then I really enjoyed 42 Cloverfield Lane. Mostly because John Goodman plays a... Red Bull down. Uh mostly because John Goodman plays a really good bad guy in that. And I uh I think John Goodman's one of the best, most uh uh, I don't know if I'd call him underrated, but I don't hear a lot of people talking about him like they talk about other actors. And he's just a treat Underappreciated. Underappreciated. That's a that's a great that's a great way to put it, Brianna. That's a fantastic way to put it. Golden Globe nominations come out on Wednesday too, Brie. We have covered a lot of movies in the past year. Maybe we maybe we do like a a side episode or something like a little mini episode where we talks about talk about noms and snubs, all that kind of jazz. I we're, swear we're gonna have thoughts.
1: If the sound of metal gets snubbed in any way, shape, or form,
0: oh, we're I'm gonna take after we're something. taking right to the microphones.
1: You thought I was overly negative before?
0: <laughs> just wait. Just wait. <laughs> She's just gonna be the 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 most curmudgeonly cunt you'll ever deal with.
1: You think Negative Nancy's negative? Just wait till you meet Negative Brianna.
0: Mm-hmm. So we'll definitely do a... I think we'll definitely do a Globes nom. It's either part to a show or we'll do a mini episode. And then we'll obviously do Oscars too because uh, we've watched a decent amount of movies this year. So I will have th- some thoughts and I'm sure Brianna will too. Brianna, meme stock rally rescues AMC from $600 million debt. I was a part of that. You're welcome. I saved all of your movie-going adventures in years to, for years to come.
1: I feel like it's a waste of money and theaters are going to die and it's all just going to be streaming, so way to go.
0: Well, I didn't waste any money. I, I made money, you dummy. I made a decent amount go, of champ. money. champ. Thanks. Hey, I made money. AMC made money. Everyone's happy.
1: Didn't you also have a movie pass?
0: Okay, yeah, just checking. I did have a movie pass. Movie pass was lit. <laughs> I love AMC. Leave it alone. I saved the market. Me, goddammit. Uh, what are your thoughts on Justice League director's cut coming out? Have you seen the original Justice League?
1: Yeah. Um I remember meeting like Aquaman in it.
0: Okay, yeah. I didn't watch the original Justice League because I heard it was fucking garbage. Uh I'm excited for the mm. the Snyder cut though. Director's I cuts mean, I thought tend it was to be a exciting. little better, but I heard it was awful.
1: I th- I said it was exciting. I didn't say it was good.
0: Okay, that's fair. well what are your thoughts on <laughs> Thor beginning production? That's my favorite Marvel franchise right now is down did you
1: see the pictures of it of them getting like ushered into australia or new zealand or wherever they are because i'm pretty sure it's like both i don't know
0: oh with all like the native people around them yeah yeah that was awesome i loved that shit
1: um that is one of my favorite franchises i mean thor 2 was a little like whoa that was a downer but ragnarok that one had me and yeah. now i'm ready for thor 4
0: Yeah, Love and Thunder. That's going to be good. Taika. Taika YTT. Love it.
1: All I remember reading for my headlines slash movie news slash I just didn't care. Well, I mean, I was reading about all the, like, Sundance films that were getting bought, but, like, I didn't really want to, like, share that because you have a whole Sundance Sundance thing coming up. Mm -hmm. But I just read that Jared Leto Leto has a cult, and it's not like a... Oh like people suspect that he has a cult. He has like a full-blown cult and he like shares it with people and it's basically like firefest on a Croatian island and people pay money to go be on this island with him and like learn the ways of like his like zenness and like his meditation and stuff and I was like this is fucking bonkers.
0: Yeah, dude, I heard about that. My my my, my uh my thing in the beginning was Jared, jared leto's first movie since he's become a cult leader like that has blown yeah. up like he like it's like i'm pretty sure it's the 30 seconds from mars guys and they're all like kind of like helming this cult right now
1: i it, think it's, i just want to get through like bushes and bushes of puss
0: Maybe. it's probably <laughs> working <laughs> i'm not oh, no, it's definitely, i can't i mean it.
1: yeah but he doesn't have to be a cult leader to get puss. I mean, it's Jared Leto. Yeah. I feel like most people would put out. I don't think just we saying. talked
0: about. I don't think we talked about how weird Jared Leto was in this movie. I just like wanna like. I think it's the end of the episode. Just as a, like a side note, Jared Leto was fucking like he was good in this movie, but he was fucking weird.
1: He's really good at being like a weird person. Yeah, because he is a little strange.
0: He is super strange. That's probably how he acts to his cult, his cult family. Fucking bizarre. Um, Well,
1: (laughs) there was this thing on YouTube that I clicked on and it was total clickbait. And it was like Jared Leto didn't know there was a pandemic. So I was like, I "I gotta click on that. (laughs) But it turns out like last year when the pandemic first broke out and like people were starting to get locked down is when he didn't know about it because he was at like a two week long. No cell phone, no TV, like yeah, retreat like
0: in the bush or something like that. He had yeah, no idea. Yeah, and that's what the only reason on. he
1: didn't know. And I was, but I clicked it and I was like, holy shit, he doesn't know because he totally seems like the kind of person that wouldn't know.
0: <laughs> so bizarre. Oh, Brianna, 759. We got to go watch uh, 90 Day Fiance, ladies and gentlemen. Gonna be a good one tonight. we to
1: watch Baba Yaga.
0: <laughs> Next week, we'll be watching Promising Young Woman, Brianna. Finally. You excited? Finally. Yes
1: only been asking for it since like summer
0: catch us on twitter instagram hit us up in the discord go watch our youtube channel facebook i don't we don't have a facebook i don't even know have a good day everybody (laughs) we love you brianna say goodbye
1: bye we gotta go
0: bye beans bye later peace